name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life where I would like to introduce our speaker of the day, Dr. Michael Wolf. The title of his presentation is Transforming Purpose into Action. Who would have expected the quiet, chubby, little grandmama's boy from the block would ever lead a transformative youth STEM organization from BIPOC students. Hear how you can work within your means to make change real for our community. Dr. Wolf is a passionate leader and volunteer providing opportunities for K through 12 youth by developing confidence and options in science, technology, engineering, and the arts and mathematics which of course is what we call STEM. This is for underrepresented ethnic ethnicities in education and workforce. His passion is to create a sustainable urban force organization that develops prepared young adults in Minnesota. He serves as the founder of the Minnesota STEM Partnership, National Black Data Processing Associate serving as Chief Operating Officer and Vice President, Local National Society of Black Engineers, Pre-Collegiate Initiative, Youth Chapter Advisor, and Board Member of the Conservative Corps of Minnesota and Iowa. Originally from St. Paul's Rondo neighborhood, he understands the need to reinvest in community and selfishly shares his knowledge by developing free high-tech education programs in advancing and emerging technology fields. As a 37-year technologist, he leads Minnesota STEM with part-time staff and dozens of volunteers from STEM-related fields. If you will, please join me in welcoming today's speaker, Dr. Michael Wolf. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining AGC Talks Live. Who would have ever expected this chubby little kid from the projects to be able to grow up and become a transformative leader 
in an environment that is oftentimes serving unrepresented, un, un, underserved ethnicities and persons of color, including women. I've spent and had a very long, successful career, and today it's my pleasure to be here with you. Many of you have to really reconcile, you know, what is your motivation? What is your purpose? I've been fortunate in my life to be able to serve many, many entities, and through this, I found purpose. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about how I found my purpose, but also give you a little bit of background. And maybe you too will be able to see where you plug in if you haven't been blessed enough to find your purpose. So a little bit of background. It's all about motivation. 12 years old, going roller skating every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday. That was true motivation. Going to the roller rink, looking good. Afterwards, drinking big gulps and having a White Castle or two. That was true motivation, I tell you. Things that kids do and stay fixated on to serve that particular time in their life and their purpose. A little bit later, you have to grow up at some point in time. In each of these stages in your journey of, of transformation, you grow and you learn. And through that, you also have to be willing to be open to new opportunities. For example, I never expected to go to college. It was actually my my job, my newspaper route supervisor that said, hey, you need to go to college. His name was Scott Franzen. He worked for the St. Paul Pioneer Press and then later on dispatch. So that's how old I am. I've been around when the internet was in paper. I've had a very wonderful long time career in IT. And also now being a retired person, I was offered the opportunity to separate and I took the package and I ran. I ran very fast. I had a lot of things that I wanted to do. I wanted to buy an RV, sit and look out over the Grand Canyon with my wife and sip hot coffee and just enjoy life. However, sometimes your purpose is redirected and you just never know why. And are you actually preparing yourself for the future? And what did I do over all those past 36 years of, of career and, and corporate experience? The flip side of the wonderful things that we think about what is your center and what is your motivation? I have to tell you, my story is pretty dark. It, it really started with pain. It started with suffering. Many of us have lost friends and family to death. But mine actually came along a number of different instances. I've actually lost fingertips cutting grass. And they sewed them back on, believe it or not. It's pretty interesting. Modern medicine. I've been in a motorcycle accident, wasn't quite sure if I was where I was going to end up at, crippled or not, but I'm still walking. Maybe got a little bit, a uh, little bit of a tad bit of limp if you look. The other thing that pain in my life was really about the cancer and being a cancer survivor, I'm very blessed, but there's still the remnants of osteoarthritis and other, uh, other side effects that recenter me and ground me back to what things are actually really important in life. And those things that are really important are who you believe in, what you believe in, your immediate family, any children you may have or friends, and then the list goes on and on after that. You will find a reason and a purpose if you really are retrospective in your looking, while at the same time you need to look forward and strategically. So who is this guy that teaches kids about Minnesota STEM? We know he loved to roller skate. 
we figured out he was a newspaper carrier. He grew a newspaper empire dynasty. He had a long IT career, but retired. And now, why is he talking to us about kids? Matter of fact, I work more now than I did when I was working for corporate America. Don't ever tell any of my bosses, but I was always a hard worker, but it is amazing when you actually put your heart and soul, your mind, body, everything, you're all in. You are 100% all in. I am vested in Minnesota STEM partnership. And I challenge each and every one of us to find something. It doesn't have to be a huge nonprofit, huge organization, um, but it can be things that you come to resolve and decide that this is your mission, this is your purpose in life. However, the pain that I experienced, the physical pain in particular, never prepared me for that cold wintry day as I walked across the Washington Tech parking lot with 20 degree below wind chill to attend a state robotics tournament. On that day, I found my purpose. Any day, like many days for a nonprofit, you're out networking, you're, you're working with others, but I hadn't even started a nonprofit on that day. That was the day that everything started. I walked in, I was greeted by my, my VIP escort. He took me around, showed me all the great vendors that were showing off their wares. As a matter of fact, when I walked in, it looked like the United Nations. It was a Skittles rainbow of ethnicities and, and genders and just a beautiful scenario. I just thought I had hit Nirvana. Went back, ate the little lemon poppy seed muffins in the juice boxes at the host for the state tournament, the first Tech Challenge state tournament host, high tech kids, by the way, had offered and just enjoying just their beautiful, wonderful organization. However, it was kind of exciting to be able to walk back through and explore new and uncharted territory. Keep in mind, you have to be open to trying new things. You have to be open to meeting new people. And I think one of my biggest lessons learned was, may keep your mouth shut and just listen and observe. So as my escort took me through the pit area, and the pit area is where the students prepare their robots to go out to the competition field, there was nobody there because they were already out in the field. So I was excited to go see all these kids. Because keep in mind, I walked in and saw an incredible, beautiful rainbow of students. When I walked out on out to the basketball auditorium, I looked up to the stands and all around me, and no disrespect, but all I saw was white people. Then I walked around the field, and keep in mind, I am a cancer survivor. This was not too much further after that, so I'm in a lot of pain. I decided to walk the entire basketball gym and look at all of the fields and all of the kids that were participating. And what I found was a distinct lack of any distinct persons of color. Keep in mind, it's a generalization, but you have to bring your biases, your filters and everything to the table. And you have to understand how to manage and control them beyond just knowing that you have them. Recognizing that you have them is one thing. How you react and behave and act on them are another. So this is a full transparency. This is a AGC Talks Live. I want to be truthful and share with you what depth you're going to have to go to to make a transformative change in your life. I saw these lack of black kids, lack of brown kids, and I went, made the circle, couldn't believe it, I looked. <laughs> and this was 2018. 
I went and sat down perplexed, right? I'm in an auditorium, the disco ball is blast, you know, music's blasting, disco balls, blinking lights everywhere, 50 foot projection screens. I mean, they throw an event. This was a party to be had. This was state championship. And I was happy to be somewhere, but I still sat down perplexed. And in that moment, I realized something isn't right here. And I also subscribe to the belief that one person can change the world. If they can't change the world, they can maybe change their neighborhood. If they can't change their neighborhood, maybe they can change one or two kids or maybe those around them. But you have to be able to lead by example. You have to walk the walk and talk the talk. In our environment, there's a lot of salesy people. Matter of fact, I'm very lucky that my chaperone or VIP escort at the time could relate to what I was going through. As a matter of fact, I only sat there for a short bit. And through that short bit, I had begun to think about what I could do personally as an individual to make change. What would I need to do as a human being to change, to make and impact the community in which I live and care about? We walked out, keep in mind the tournament was still going on. I just, I told him I had to go. And he walked me out into the pit area. And I tell you, when you see at that time almost a 400-pound man trying to hold back the tears and bust into a full-blown cry, that moment, that time, and that place and space, I made a decision. I could change something. I didn't know one iota of robotics other than I watched the movies. I watched Star Wars. I watched iRobot. I watched all these things. But I knew nothing about robotics, AI, VR, none of that. I was just happy to be a retired person, dreaming about the day I could sit on the porch, back porch with my wife, drink lemonade in a hot Texas day, right, as a warm breeze blows through. But truly, on that day, change happened for me internally. I walked out after wiping the tears away. As a matter of fact, yes, they did freeze on my face. It was that cold. The wind was so blustery but yet it was a sunny day and I knew there was something bright ahead. As this resolve came in, it didn't take me long to convince my wife to, to go in with me on a couple thousand dollars. And I wanted to start five robotics teams. That was my goal, to start middle school teams. And all it took was a little bit of money, a little bit of research and a little bit of time. But through that, we've built an organization that went from three teams that first year focusing in only on robotics to the second year growing and growing and so on and so forth over the past three years now in our fourth year to we had a target of almost 50 robotics teams but of course good old covid hits and i got my my get out of jail free card but we've expanded services so broad and so wide we also have so many volunteers that we had to really scale back and stay focused on what is our mission what is our vision what is our goal all of this was created by a few tears and a passion to make change. No business plan, no uh, funding to any degree, but we had the wherewithal and the agility and the ability to understand what needed to happen. And we also had the skills that unexpectedly were preparing us for this moment in time. I would also like to offer that for some reason, I went after my doctorate. I'm just going to toss that in as 
I had no desire to be Dr. Michael G. Wolf. But you know what I did understand was that if I wanted to have retirement income, I could actually teach. Keep in mind, put this, put Minnesota STEM on the shelf. I also understood there was one prevailing thought through that was I might need that those two little letters at the beginning or the three little letters at the end, the EDD, to open up doors and make change for others, selfless. No plan, wasn't ego, wasn't anything like that. We just wanted to make a difference in society. With, in my particular case, you know, 36, 37 years of IT experience and always learning the next thing, getting the opportunity, building the trust with my supervisors, with my managers. And then when I became leader, being able to have the trust with and of my staff. And so through this trust-based relationship, I was able to lead with my heart. I don't always have all the answers and neither should you. But if you surround yourself with good people or if you trust in your instinct, you can make change anywhere that you believe in. And we're still going. We not only do robotics, we do FIRST Robotics, VEX, we'll do Nesby has a championship uh, convention in March. We participate in that. And we also participate and created a City of St. Paul robotics tournament. So our options are limitless, basically, with building skills, getting the right people in place, and being able to broaden the participation. So I say all that to say is, if you have the belief and the trust of those around you, you have the belief and the trust of people that are like-minded, but you have to have a level of differentiation. You can't have a bunch of clones like iRobot, right? You don't want to have everybody marching to the same exact way of life. You have to have diversity even within your diversity. As a matter of fact, I prefer the word inclusion. Diversity is kind of divisive if you ask me, but that's just conjecture and opinion. So after we've built this organization, it really dawned on me that um, anyone that has a firm belief in something that they wanna do, you don't always have to lead with your intellect. Sometimes the most powerful impact that you can have is with your heart. And if you trust in yourself, your ability to perform and act and carry out these functions, you should be able to rally the troops, as they say, to focus in on that, that greater, bigger mission and if they believe in your vision, it doesn't matter who you are. And that's the one other thing that we have to all realize that we're really all human beings. And whether we want to put different wrappers or different clothes and skin colors or beliefs, we still are at the core all human beings. And we all love and we believe and we care. That's my opinion at the core. However, our focus is on Black, Indigenous, persons of color, and those youth that are in the K-12 space. So let me rewind just a little bit to say that um, what we do is really to address equity, right? It's, it's, a big, it's a big problem to solve. And there's equity at all different types of levels, but the technology gap is getting so significant that unless you actually believe in something, you're not gonna know which direction to go. As we all know that one of our initiatives is to support clean energy and carbon-free environment, even in the urban areas. We are focused in on North Minneapolis, Rondo neighborhood, 
the Twin Cities in general and the Brooklands. And these children are, are worried about their future. They're worried about clean water. They're worried about clean air. So we can't just believe in these kids doing one particular thing or disciplining them a certain way. The other part, as Mark mentioned, I am a board member for the Conservation Corps of Iowa, Minnesota. And with that relationship, we're able to bring services into communities of color and have them learn more about this, as well as uh, City of Minneapolis Health Department. So we have built in our name, Minnesota STEM Partnership for a reason, partnerships, collaborations, and diversity of thought. And with that, we're able to make change in the community. So let's get back to your motivation and your purpose. What drives you? What makes you tick? For me, it's not my intellect. You ask anyone, ask my leadership coach. It's my heart. I believe with my heart. And if you can get me to unbelieve with my heart, that would be an unfortunate thing. But I do believe and lead with my heart. The second part that we oftentimes are so busy that we don't realize that it takes time. You have to read, you have to listen. You also have to take time to network. We also have ebbs and flows and seasons. Right now we're in our peak busy season trying to raise funds to be sustainable. These <laughs> VR and gaming equipment and GPUs and all these expensive parts, not only are they hard to get, they're also very expensive. So you have to take the time to have those coffee meetings, to have those Zoom meetings, those team meetings. You have to put in time with a person. And as the advisor told me, the moment that I you know, decided I was starting this organization, I'll never forget, he said, it's gonna take you three years before anybody calls you. They're not gonna know you, they're not gonna know your name, but you know what? They were absolutely right. Sometimes having an outside advisory board is absolutely critical. And these people don't have to be in direct alignment with your industry. They don't have to be in direct alignment with your work and, and life for that matter. They can just be somebody that you call on when you have a question. More importantly, get them together. As I did, we were sitting at the old Radisson, it's now the Double Trail in Bloomington, and they all three told me exactly what happened. And this was premonition, but it was called experience. Lean on your elders. They will definitely see you through and elders not in age but elders in terms of business experience life experience it's amazing what we can learn from your grandparents you know my grandmother used to call me mikey and uh you know to this day mark opening up like that the little chubby grand grandbaby boy is actually still true i'm still that kid you know 58 years later it's just we all grow and mature and nurture and decide what we are going to actually develop into. What's our motivations? What are our drivers? What are the things that give you true happiness? Ultimately, my purpose came quite unexpectedly. Floated, worked hard, did some pretty incredible things in life, traveled a lot. But at the end of the day, the thing that makes me happiest every single day is waking up knowing that I'm doing what I'm called to do and then I'm executing at the best possible capabilities that I can with the means that I have. And then just hope and pray that others will see that story. And I hope that you too will find the joy and excitement and purpose in life that I've been able to find because as you prepare for your future and your career, your business, it will come. 
but somewhere in there you've got to carve out the time to build those relationships start early because it may take a lot longer than what you think mark thank you for this opportunity travis sims start thank you for creating this organization and the ability to talk here on agc talks live and everyone i hope that you do find your purpose i know that i have and i'm very proud to be founder and the volunteer